Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of What the Health Just Happened, where we talk about all things healthcare, the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights, and everything in between. We also bring on business owners, business leaders, community advocates, nonprofits to talk about all things healthy versus unhealthy in life and business. And today is no different. We have uh, one of a few second-time guests, CEO of Leadership Jacksonville. Love what's going on there. I got to read this real quick. We're going to keep this intro brief. Oh, wait, I just keep going on. and Stop going on and on and on. Just do the intro. Yeah, well, I don't even okay. know what intro you have. In, so, CEO of Leadership Jacks, who, pulled this from LinkedIn, love LinkedIn. Oh, inspires, gosh, that's so old. I love it. Inspires people and partners to make a difference within their communities. I like that. Yeah, it's still true. Okay, one of the original guests of What the Hell Just Happened. Welcome back, Gracie. Can I do it? Yes. Simmendinger! Yeah! I love your last name. Thank you. German. I love that last name. It's fun. It's, it, every time I say it and people have listened to the show, it's like, I'm having a previous guest on, Gracie, and they said, Simmendinger! So, I love that it's catching on. I'm it, here for I it. I think that's a hashtag, Simmendinger. Is that a hashtag? How do hashtags work? I don't hashtag, but it would really just be my last name plus... You know, are you a social media person or no? Not really. I do have, uh, I'm predominantly on LinkedIn because I find that the most valuable. Um, but I also have a Facebook because I'm the secondary to the Leadership Jacksonville account. Um, but I don't spend a lot of time on social media. I like <clears throat> being with people. Do you have TikTok? No. I don't either. But have- sometimes people send me videos, and what I like about TikTok is you don't have to have an account in order to watch Agreed. the weird videos that people send to you. Agreed. There's not, like, that block that you get some from some other sites, like Instagram. I can't look at Instagram. Things. We'll get to leadership stuff in a minute. What about Cameo? Oh, well, I have received and purchased a couple of cameos we'll in get, my time. We'll get to sure. that too. We, we talked yes. before the show and after the show, and we had a, a, <laughs> a nice cameo conversation. You got a great one. And a video. Me. Big E? Big E, yeah. WWE wrestler. Yes. Again, he's man, amazing. That came out. Okay. Shout out to Big E. We're going to cover Leadership Jacksonville a lot, right? Okay. Got some, well, maybe not a lot. I think we're going to get off the rails a little bit. Sure. That's kind of what we do with guests like yourself who enjoy having a good time and, you know, life in general. Okay. Absolutely. JU, undergrad. Uh, graduate. So FSU undergrad. Oh, that's right. You were a Noel. JU grad. Oh, mm. Noel. And I did. Oh, go Knowles. And then I did also take some classes at UNF. Okay, so you had classes at UNF. We're big UNF swoop. guys. We say swoop all the time. But. I don't say swoop, but okay. <laughs> UNFJU this Friday at 7 p.m., by the way. I thought it was next week. This Friday at UNF. Again, already off the rails. I'll be there. It's a lot of fun. Okay, River gone. City Rumble, they call it. That's it. You got it. Speaking of the River City, um, Leadership Jacksonville. CEO. That's a big title. I know. That's like the boss. I know. It feels like a big title sometimes. What is it? Who's it for? Who should be interested? Those are a lot of questions. I'll start that. What is it? Sure. So Leadership Jacksonville is a nonprofit that's been around almost 50 years. And our mission is to educate, connect, and inspire diverse leaders to build and strengthen their communities. A lot of buzzwords, but essentially we provide... Right now, four different programs um, to engage high schoolers, young professionals, executives, and um, I would say uh, business leader or influencers within companies to get excited and fired up about the city, uh, what areas of opportunity we have to to make the city better and ways that they can um, give back and, and get plugged in. 
you you nailed that. Some people are like, oh, what is it? It's you have that memorized. I actually wrote that down. Oh yeah. Two things: Leadership Jacksonville educates, connects, and inspires diverse leaders to build and strengthen their community. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm saying you nailed it. Thank you. I wrote that down. I'm like, Thanks. I can't remember that. And then programs too. We'll get to here. Really cool program. Fifty plus years. You said almost fifty. We'll be fifty. 50 years in, um, so we were started in 1976. So on 26, 2026 will be our 50th Community leaders, again, advocates, the same thing that, honestly, the perfect guest on the show, but can you name some people that have gone through the program that'll be recognized in Northeast Florida or is that off limits? Yeah. I mean, there, we have over, uh, 2,400 just in the, the flagship program alone, which is what we're most known for, but we also have three other programs. So, I mentioned to you before, Eric, that people here at Leadership Jacksonville, they think of the one program, but we also cover so many other bases. So, um, you know, Darnell Smith, who was just appointed. Never heard of him. I'm well, kidding. Was, uh, Everybody, that's like the, the pseudo mayor of Jacksonville, I think. Who is now the chief of staff for the mayor yeah. of Jacksonville. Oh, that, <laughs> correct, correct. Yeah, so that's huge. I mean, Darnell um, is an alum, Andrea Moran. A lot of people um, look up to her. She's a mentor to many individuals in the community. Um, John Payton, um, John Delaney. Uh, Never I mean, heard of him. I'm kidding. I've heard of all these people, by the way. This show, I should Jacoby mention. Pittman, who's a um, city council member. Uh, we have Kelly Coker Daniel, who's um, previous school board. Daryl um, Willie, who's the current school board member. I'm mentioning some the, politicians, are, but there's people way that aren't actually in public office that are also affiliated with the organization. I'm just trying to think of some. No, no, no. That's you. You fired folks. some off. Like this is predominantly Northeast Florida. We try to bring on businesses here and talk about healthcare, but those are those are not small names. Leadership Jacksonville, like it's an honor. It's exciting if you get into the program and go through it, and mm-hmm. I think it would change most people's lives, right? Oh, all, yeah. All four of the, the flagship programs. Yeah, absolutely. I would say the <clears throat> the f- full year-long flagship program um, by far because we spend the most amount of time with those individuals is the most impactful. It's also kind of in the formative years of when people are really getting fired up and connected with what they're passionate about, and so we see an intense acceleration into them running towards something that they really want to be a part of and to make a difference in. So, um, you know, we mentioned some other names. We will be honoring a few other folks um, in April. Eric Man, who is an incredible leader. He's at the YMCA, but he's also um, the chairman of um, the Jacksonville Civic Council and the chairman of uh, Brooks Rehabilitation. We also have Debbie Buckland, who is an incredible um, community leader. Um, she's also a retired business executive and then um, Dr. Wade Barnes, who's a longtime pediatrician in town that's done a lot in. Um, When's kinda, that event? It's in, it's April 23rd. Is it open to the public or it just? It is open to the so public, yes. WJCT Studios. Yeah, absolutely. So every spring we host um, an event. It's not only a community celebration honoring um, some local leaders, but it's also a way for us to fundraise to support our Youth Leadership Jacksonville program. Um, because those individuals pay a fraction of the cost of of what the full year-long program entails for high school sophomores. So that um, event is open to the public in a great way um, to just be a part of positivity and positive news and around really positive people and also get a chance to see the first or the next generation of leaders um, that are affiliated um, and and have a, a connection with our city. I love that you said positivity, right? It's all yes. you know, negative, negative news, negative news. But no, there's a lot of really, really cool stuff going on in Jacksonville, I think, right? Leadership yeah. Jacks is one specifically. So that event is April, say it again? 
23rd. 23rd. At WJCT Studios from 5 to 8 p.m. 5 to 8. It's not the same studio we're in, by the way, but that's okay. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, Okay, so so that's a little bit what it's about, what's coming up. Application. Yeah. Who's it for? Who should be interested in this stuff? Want to change your life? Yeah. So we actually have two applications that are open right now. One is the flagship program that we've talked a lot about already. So that is um, for leaders that are interested in taking their community involvement and leadership to the next level. Um, So, I mean, we've talked about also some potential myths associated with Leadership Jacksonville application process. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Um, What's the application period that we're going to miss? Period's open right now. Um, The deadline uh, to complete the application is January 29th. And it ranges um, usually, I would say the average age of individuals to participate is around 45. However, um, the the beauty of Leadership Jacksonville program is you're connected with about 55 other people. And it's a variety of not only industry, age, background, ethnicity. It's really an entire <coughs> melting pot full of different people. So anyone should apply if they have an interest in and getting more involved in the community. If, if you hear this prior to January 29th and you're interested, apply, yes. right? Of 2024, yeah. we not? should say, which is weird. If you hear it after, yeah. we'll, we'll go into the details of Leadership Jacks. The program, is this a nationwide thing for different cities? Because when you were a guest early on, you were the third guest ever, by the yeah. way. I'm excited you're back now that it's Me too. somewhat I kind of know what I'm talking about now. Um, someone commented like I went through leadership Philadelphia 30 years ago. Is this like a nationwide program? So we're not, um, we all are affiliated with or can be affiliated with a membership organization that focuses on leadership organizations, but we're not a part of a mothership group. So we're all independently owned, operated, uh, board led. However, we reach out to, I reach out, our team reaches out to other leadership uh, programs across the country to learn um, what they're doing and how that can uh, be of, of benefit to us. So we're not affiliated with Philadelphia, but if they were doing something really cool, I would reach out to their CEO or their team and say, hey, you got this program going on. Would you welcome you know, a, a time to set up some time for us to chat about it? Okay. So so let's hit myths because we talked. I, lo- I love the pre-call beforehand to get some bullet points that yeah. go off the rails. We're going off the rails. I know. Today, by the way. I'm excited. Myths you mentioned. Think people ask you stuff, or someone says something. You're like, "That's not true at all." Yeah, there's. I hear a lot of myths. Um, I think one of the main things, and again, nominations are already closed for the program, but oftentimes I hear, "Oh, alumni can only nominate someone to be a part of the program." And when the nomination period is open in the fall, anyone can nominate anyone to um, to learn or be uh, reached out to regarding when the application is actually open. All right, I'm going to pause here. Yes. This is just to reemphasize this. So if I want to nominate Trey, who's sitting over here not on camera, that's anyone can nominate Trey. Yes. Or Justin. Yep. It doesn't have to be a graduate of the program. Yes. Okay. And then that closed already, and then now it's self-nominations, would you call it? So there is an opportunity. Yeah, applications is open. So... If you nominated Trey back in, um, you know, November timeframe or when that's open, he would get an email from us when application will be like, hey, you got a nomination, um, you know, from Eric. It's, you know, applications now open. If you're interested, here's the timeline, you know, here's all the information. You do not need a nomination, however, to apply directly. So even if nobody said, 
hey, you're great. You can. You, <laughs> no you one's saying that about Trey, by great. the way. <laughs> Me and Trey aren't getting that comment. <laughs> you know it. yourself you're great and you're interested. You can just direct apply. I mean, of yeah. course, having a nomination provides additional information to the volunteer selection committee, but it does not make or break anything. Here, before we go into more myths, <laughs> I can't. I'm already <laughs> got ridiculous questions. How many applicants you think percentage-wise submit are like, I'm awesome. Here's why. Everyone. I, like what percentage are, are considerable applicants? I, this is hard to ask. No, I can I can no, juggle I, mean, I can juggle and do magic tricks and and make a wave with my stomach. Um, I want to nominate myself. Tell me how it benefits the community, Eric. I'm not going to say that you know you're not a talented individual. I would say okay. every every person that applies for our program brings some skill set to the organization and to the community. But it's about how it benefits the community. That's a it, big. It's about. Yes, how it benefits the community. Um, I mean, we're really looking for people that have already have leadership experience under their belt, whether they're serving on a board, have already chaired certain committees, very involved, not only in their, their business life, um, but also civically um, community-based work. So um, it is very competitive, um, so it's a tough decision. Um, how many applicants a year, you think? Last year we had over a around 170 applicants. And, and how many get in the, the, the flagship program? About 55. 50%. It's tough. Yeah, that's still, that's hard. Trey, it's, you had something to add? He's, uh, well, one of those 50% that get accepted, what's the, the age range? Um, it's anywhere from 30 to 68, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it, it varies we'll, per. We'll talk about, the, there's a younger program I love for, for high school uh, sophomores. Next yes, generation, that, Yep. All this stuff here too. Okay. Yeah, Other myths. Other myths. Um, I mean, we already sort of talked about age a little bit, but people, I also hear, ah, oh, I'm too old for that. Ah, I'm too old for that. You are, in my opinion, you are never too old to learn and grow and meet people that are different than you. So I encourage people, even if you're, um, you know, think you're more seasoned than, um, you know, than experienced. I like that word. Yeah. Not experience. Old. Not, no, not at all. I mean, there's so much value, um, that comes to the program when we bring in people across generations. I mean, that's what the community is made up of, right? It's yeah. not a whole bunch of 30 year olds, 40 year olds, you know, 50 year olds. It's people that are across all walks of life that come together and, and tackle and discuss really complex challenges. Um, let's see here. Let's hit organiz uh, organizational programs. I got four programs here. Leadership Jacks, Youth Program, uh, C-Suite Executive Program, and Next I can't Generation. Read my own handwriting. That's okay. Go ahead. Let yeah. Write. So the other application that's now open currently is our Youth Leadership Jacksonville Program. This is a direct connection we have with the schools. And um, so participating high schools uh, select a school liaison who nominates high school freshmen to apply for our program and those selected um, participate in a year-long program similar to the adult program, but this is specifically for high school sophomores. I think that's all. Did you have that growing up? No, I mean, I I did a program where I went to D.C. and was like a U.S. Senate page, but that was more like, yeah, but uh, to be honest with you, most kids just aren't open to that kind of stuff. So Mm. if you're actually willing to go do it, I think it's a huge plus, right? Yeah, Um, it is. What schools in Jacksonville, all of them? Whoever wants to participate or like you have a list it's, of schools. Yeah, it's so we have schools in Baker, Clay, Nassau, Duval and no, sorry, Clay, Duval, Nassau and St. John's. It's a it, we have about 
25 different schools that opt in because they have to, the principal has to provide an excuse absence for those kids to be able to hang out with us one Thursday a month. They basically. When she says hang out, she means like change your life for the rest of your life. Let's well, call it what cool. it is. Pull them out of school to do, you know, experiential learning. So, you know, those, those teachers allow them to make up that coursework. Right. But, you know, actually tomorrow we have, um, brother, sisters, keepers day, which is kind of like a health, um, health day, uh, for our, our youth program. And we're going to give them a tour of Brooks rehabilitation, which is an incredible facility, but show them, um, that, how people are different and, you know, uh, uh, the recovery process. The, the that real world? Yes. I call it, yeah. And <laughs> not just this. This is great, but here's the real world. Yeah. Man, I kind of want to talk about the high school one, but we got to bounce I was going to say, I would honestly advocate for more kids doing that kind of stuff. How like, many go through each class? This like year 55 we have, adults for the flagship program. It's based on a size of a bus. So this, okay. <laughs> so oh, around 50, sense. yeah. So this year, uh, the students, we have 52 in the class. Um, that's incredible. Yeah, it's that, great. That's 52 future leaders, advocates for whatever community they, they land in, learning about, again, the real world. That's pretty awesome. And I think what's also amazing about the program is, you know, approximately 20 different high schools are represented in the class. And so I don't know about you, but when I was in school, the only time I really got to know people outside of my um, high school was playing sports. Yep. And, you know, playing travel ball, things of that nature. That's when you... What kind of ball? I played softball competitively. Travel baller. Did you like travel try? ball? Jeez, I got to write this. this yeah. the second half, um, we're going to talk about that. Okay, we can. And um, so there's no other opportunity where you really get to connect with all of these different people that are your age that, you know, are in the same grade as you, but live on all different sides of town or, you know, private schools connected with charter schools to public schools where you're all together, you know, learning and growing. To, it's, it's pretty amazing. <sighs> okay. Man, so much to cover in such a short window. A couple events coming up. I wrote down the alumni luncheon in the fall. This, this is alumni only. Yes. But it's kind of a, it's a big event. Yeah. We just honored, um, this past, um, November, uh, Dr. Janetta B. Cole, who's an incredible um, woman. She's from Jacksonville. Her family has a long history in Jacksonville. She um, is is just a, special. Yeah, there's a lot of shout outs already. A lot of names. Hi, I mom. Know. By the way, I every hate, episode, I love you, mom. Hi. I probably yeah. <laughs> hey, mom. I don't think you're listening, but I love you. She might. You, you never, never know. know. You never know. I'll send it to her. She'll listen if I send it she to her. She would say, I gave you a shout out, mom. That, yeah. that, that'll make her listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm interested. I, I asked you this. I, I know this, but how is it funded? Right? How do you raise money and run a business? You're, you're a CEO now. You got to know. know. You got to hire and fire people and watch the P&L. <laughs> we are hiring for an office manager right now. If office anyone knows manager. You hear that? Spread anybody. the word. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's a great question. Um, I have been in fundraising my entire nonprofit career. And so what I sort of appreciate about working for Leadership Jacksonville is the majority of our budget comes from tuition. So fees for service, that's individuals that sign up for our programs and um, their employer or company or they self-pay. Um, but that's where the majority of our revenue comes from. And then we have a special event, um, some corporate sponsors and individuals uh, support our mission, too. Do you do any okay. scholarships oh. for the younger kids by chance? Absolutely. So for the um, 
for the high school program, the cost for them to participate in the full year long program is only $250, but there are scholarships available for that. And some schools will subsidize that for the kids to participate. Um, but that's where the money from celebration, the um, spring event I was talking about, that's where the bulk that's of that money <clears throat> is really um, to ensure we keep those costs down for those high schoolers so they have a chance sh- to experience it. The answer could be no. Can you share the tuition for an adult? So the flagship program, like, hey, it's I, I want to do this and mm-hmm. I'm all in. And then they get a price tag and think, oh, crap. I, I don't know. Yes, uh, it is high. Uh, absolutely. It's something that we talk about. It's uh, $4,900. So it's five grand, no. uh, a no. less than five grand. That's um, not expensive. I don't think. Like well, for, it's higher you, than when I started. And I, and I really think about lowering barriers to entry. Yeah. Um, there's two overnight retreats. It is, you know, a full uh, full year long worth of programming. And I'll tell you the relationship building. And I don't even call it networking, but the relationship building is invaluable. It's it's unbelievable the stories I hear and the impact that it makes. That's how I would express anyone that's considering joining or participating. And you hear that price tag and maybe your stomach knots, but... I, I promise, and I, I haven't been through the program. If you don't get five thousand dollars return on that investment, that might be on you, right? Is that fair to say or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there's a lot of opportunities. Um, uh, I think to to capitalize on the experience, and um, I mean, I think there are some people that perhaps go into it with a business mindset as far as like, oh, I'm going to get a certain number of clients for this, you know, from this, and. Well, that's great. People do business with one another. What they also find is they um, now have lifelong friends. Relationships. Yeah. And you know how key those relationships are because you have a great relationship. Those individuals open doors for you. It's not just, you know, you and I. It's, oh, Eric, who do you need to be connected with? I'll help make that that introduction. Okay. We'll we'll ask one more very specific Leadership Jack's question before the second half where we're going to probably goof off a little bit. Okay. Sounds good. I have never heard this question you talked about on on the prep call we had. I love it. You don't have to answer it now, but oh, I like I this we question. Were you can, it. you can. If you I had, I was going to ask you. It. If you had to give a five-minute elevator pitch, and you were a subject expert matter, what would you give the pitch on? Are you asking me? Well, let's start with you. You, you don't just have to answer that. At him. Well, I have to point at everybody. I'm a hands talker. This is why the cameras are great because I just do all this. Yeah, no, stuff. I did. I did ask you this question. Um, so for me, um, since I kind of grew my career in the nonprofit world and fundraising, I can really do a deep dive into the best way to raise money uh, for an organization. So um, that would be mine. I know it's not sexy and not very fun, but everyone needs money to survive. Business needs money to survive. That's how you further a mission. I um, love that comment. And so I really um, feel strongly that I'm able to help kind of drill down the the um, the best key strategies in order to drive a business forward. We try and get on... Ideally, like it's one nonprofit a month, but is it too much? But local nonprofits, put a spotlight on it. What are you doing? How are you helping the community? So that that's great information because mm-hmm. a lot of people that want to start a nonprofit, you got to pay the bills. You have to. You got to keep the lights on. It, yeah, and that unrestricted funding is critical because I think it's you know nice to buy this specific thing for this person, but if the organization doesn't exist, they can't serve that individual or that family. So just building trust with an organization and knowing if I'm supporting this organization and I give them an unrestricted gift or a general gift, I know they're going to use it to what they need to do to the best of their ability. All right, Trey, you got about 30 seconds. What would you, what could you nail in five minutes? I'd teach people how to use cameras. Cool. I would love to take that because I'm self-taught. So I would just, let's say avoid all this, this. Justin, you got anything you want to chime in on? 
I guess really the way radio operates. Because it's like what I <laughs> I'd love to learn hey, that too. Go. See oh, how man. interesting yeah, that but, is. But no one realizes like you, you can educate people and, and make a living talking about this specific topic because there are thousands of people that are interested in that and that and every single nonprofit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine. You didn't answer yours. Well, we're going to hit that on the back half because I've already thought about. It. I think we're going to talk about therapy at one point, and that's okay. part of my. I have a couple yeah. five minute conversations that I just. I don't want to say I nail, but I'm comfortable doing constantly. And one of them has to do with therapy, life, and just appreciating life. Okay. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, how much time we got left here? About 60 seconds? Less than a minute. Doesn't matter. First half was awesome with Gracie. So awesome. Say it, Trey. I know you want to say it. Simmendinger. I love it. <laughs> he did it. Actually, here's Dang what's it, funny. Ask Eric to spell it. S I S. M E N D I N G E R. Nailed it. Oh, let's go. We're fist bumping that. Gracie Simmendinger, CEO of Leadership Jacks. That's what the health just happened. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the second half of What the Health Just Happened, where we talk about all things healthcare, yada, 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 yada. You don't care about the intro. If you missed the first half, you can catch it on your favorite podcast. They're on all of them. We have Gracie Simmendinger, the CEO of Leadership Jacks. Gracie, how do you say it, Trey? Oh, man, I don't want to Simmendinger, do I'll do it. I love saying it. You have the Simmendinger! Most, <laughs> I, the fact that she does it is my favorite. Gracie Simmendinger, CEO of Leadership Jacks. Again, the first half, very heavy on the Leadership Jacks program. You've got some really cool stuff going on. Still time to apply till the yep. end of the month. It depends when you hear this, though, because technically it's January something 2024. Second half, we're gonna we're gonna go off the rails a little bit. Let's do it. Not too bad. And the good news is we can always edit stuff out, but I don't like to do edits. Okay. Healthy or not healthy? I'm asking the same one. Brunch. We've talked about this. But if they haven't heard it, answer it. Oh, okay. Healthy, absolutely. Booze or no booze? I personally don't drink booze at brunch, but if people want to, I'm not here to judge. So, and so be healthy. It. Okay. Agreed. Especially Bloody Mary, because you get your vegetables. That's right. Bacon and, and uh, celery. Okay, healthy or not. I don't know why I wrote this down. Healthy or not healthy, Sandra Bullock. Healthy? Why wouldn't she be She's 59, right? Is that what I wrote and down? And she looks amazing. Oh, my like gosh. Like 30. We talked about this earlier. Because of the movie that I told you about? What was the movie? Oh, gosh. That's all right. Healthy or not healthy, Tom Cruise. Um... You know, he's a weird dude. I'm going unhealthy. Man. I think, I think he's he sold not his healthy. Soul to the devil. Yeah. There's some Please don't sue us, Tom Cruise. Weird You'll never hear this. There's things happening though. there. I'm not entirely sure. Um, healthy or unhealthy? What? Controlling bosses. Not healthy. Mm-mm. What about within reason? Would you call it control if it's within reason? Like, I, I'll give you Adrian a shout out. controlling bosses. That sounds like. Sorry, hey. controlling leader. I guess there's no way to. All of these are, there's no right or wrong answer. No. You said you're like a semi-control freak? I am, but I wouldn't call myself a controlling boss. I don't mean that, you're right, that came across negative, I don't mean that at all. Like Adrian Jansen, our CEO, she is smart, charismatic, she keeps the bottle on my top. If it wasn't for her being controlling in the best way possible, like I would say healthy. Would you say she's directive over controlling? Oh, that's a that's a better word. Controlling has like controlling this negative feels like connotation. Okay, bad term. So uh, healthy or not healthy, the term controlling. Depends. Are you controlling like <laughs> a motor that. vehicle or oh a person? Are you controlling your vehicle? <laughs> that, these are the perfect answers. Um, you got a couple? 
I do. Let's hear it. Okay. Healthy oh, or not laughing. healthy? Working out barefoot. Healthy. I love working out barefoot. Inside or outside? Both. Wear In a out- public gym? Ooh, yeah. Not no, healthy. No, 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 yeah, no. not healthy. No. Or or asphalt. And even like some asphalt. Again, different question here. Working out barefoot is healthy in a public gym. I'm going unhealthy. Did you see someone do it? I do see people do it. That's like a new thing, barefoot training. Do you know about this? Yeah, there's like this huge- It's better for your calves and stuff. Why don't you just wear socks? Fine, take your shoes off, but what's the difference between- You might slip more in socks. (laughs) Get grippy socks, you know, like they wear in Pure Bar or whatever. Also, my feet are just- What a liability for the gym. Okay, oh, that, that's so a gross. Good one. You that's get like one. a foot fungus, you know? No, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Unhealthy public gym barefoot workouts yeah. unhealthy. Yeah. Okay. I, I really have a thing against that. This is good. Yeah. We're um, going off the rails okay. on this Okay, healthy, not healthy, Diet Coke. Oh. It's awful for you. My immediate answer is unhealthy. Um, it is awful for you. But would you say Diet Coke is healthier than, you know, drinking? You know, if you're... Like booze or a Coke? I think it's more addictive. Oh, no. Booze and or Coke. That's so, I'd love to answer that, but you need like scientific research to prove it. It's like anything. In moderation, it's not unhealthy. It's probably healthier than, if you're drinking six, here's a great question. If you drink six Diet Cokes a day or six beers a day, what's more healthy? You know who drinks six Diet Cokes a day? Uh, John Daly, uh, Donald Trump, um, Who's geez the best investor of all time? Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Really? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Maybe oh, we need yeah. to drink Diet Coke. I don't care. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, I was glad you know. I was just I was a test, yeah. and you passed. What else you got? Yeah. Um, Amazon Prime. I'm going unhealthy, man. <clears throat> Only because this is great. I love questions. The amount of boxes that I walk into in my garage that I'm like, I've, I've ordered three things on Prime my entire life. But I walk in my garage and there's boxes and I, I, I love you, babe. You'll never You've hear this. Ordered three, oh. Three, I've, I've only ordered three things on Amazon Prime. And your wife orders a lot on Amazon like, Prime. A- everything. Everything. I, which is healthy, like all reoccurring stuff. That's tough. What do you got? That's oh, so one. healthy. Amazon Prime? Yeah, I actually make money off of, I sit, so I've got an associates program. You get a part of it, and if, like, my wife wants to buy something, something I just send her a link, and I get a percentage of the oh, sale. What? So people, what? How do you people do that? Yeah, sign us up. You have to have, like, a little bit of a following, but, yeah, you can start dispersing How do it I get a figure. following, though? You probably this have This show one. right here. Oh, like, eight million people here. listening to this. Yeah. Tom Cruise is going to sue us. Yeah. Well, they went, they did away <laughs> with Amazon Smile, which was a oh, mechanism for nonprofits, for nonprofits to recoup some of the money yeah so you could have which it's about to be tax season so it's a good time to give to your your group right 501c3 yeah Mm, sign up give the money to leadership jacks um binge watch yeah binge watching shows or and or re-watching the same show i'm gonna throw a bet if you miss the first time you're on the show we talk about ted lasso a lot Mm -hmm. like everything when people ask i'm going healthy in moderation is binge watching in moderation? Or you mean You're, if you do it one weekend and then don't do it? What's binge watching? Is it three episodes? Is it 10? Is it how many hours? Like I think to me, it's if it's maybe, you know how sometimes it, that uh, window pops up and it says, Are you still watching this? Because <laughs> if not, we're going to shut off. Like if you say, Yes, I'm still watching it, oh, then that, that's okay. probably considered that binge watching. That is great, great. <laughs> that is gold. We are concerned you are. <laughs> 
That is binge watching. So, so in that case, I'm going to go with unhealthy because I've never gotten there. The only time I get that. that You've never gotten there? Is I fall asleep. I yeah. wake up and the TV's off or the show's off. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. fall asleep on the couch all the time. Me too. But I think if that's your outlet, right? Certain people have certain outlets. Why? Why not? That's healthy. Mm, no? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm culpable of it. Um, I watch New Girl a lot. New Girl? New Girl, yeah. I like that show. Yeah. There we go. We talk about Ted Lasso. What else you got? I love good shows. I, Peaky Blinders, you ever watch that? No. It's a dude show for sure. It's not funny. It's very violent, but I love that show for some reason. What's it on? It's like a old English or British gang based in the 20s. It's complete nonsense. It's a dude show. Okay. Are you saying that I wouldn't like no, it? No, no, no. I'm not, I don't mean show? that. I'm saying okay. it's mostly idiots like myself that binge watch and they have these weird accents that it takes you three episodes to understand. Man, we're going off the rails. I love Weird accents? Like really thick accents you can't understand. I, I love it. I don't know yeah. what it is about that show. I just, I love it. Um, Ted Lasso, obviously. Helped. Well, yeah. You got more on there? I like this. She I, came do, I do have one more because I think you said five each. So I did prepare five. The last one I have is Chat GPT. Healthy, not healthy. <sighs> I was going to ask you artificial intelligence for the last one. These go hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, like all of a man, you could answer both sides. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say healthy now, but I'm going to say it scares the, I can't curse, bleep out of me. Yeah. Chat GBT, artificial intelligence scares me. Mm-hmm. It is scary. So- Healthy and unhealthy? You want to chime in on this, Drew? So I think it's super healthy. And probably for someone like yourself doing development and fundraising, it probably helps you guys a lot. How? How so? Um, probably, like, let's say you needed some language for an email, donations. Um, that could be something where you could, if you had two writers on staff now, you could have one. Um, and that person could create the foundation. That's kind of like the language for your particular company and maybe use it to just speed up the process. Um Golly, other ways. I don't know 100% off the top of my head, but I'm sure younger people could figure out unique ways to take it, advantage of it. From it the, is going to change the world. It's already starting and it scares me, but for chat GPT specifically, like I'll, I'll use it sometimes where my mind's just not working. I'll say, write me a five-sentence blog on ninja kicks. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something random. And it will kick something out that would have taken me three hours to come up with and, and write stuff. But I, I mean, the I'm only thing I would say is I don't think that like someone that does video like myself, the creative side, I don't think a computer can be as creative as right. like the human individual. And then from the side of like what you're doing with leadership, I don't think that could ever be taught via computers Gracie. and stuff. It'll like, never oh. happen. You cannot replicate. <laughs> well, that's scientific fact. Obviously, <laughs> You can't replace humans, but it can, definitely alleviate time and hours, I, I think. I haven't gone down that rabbit hole. That's the number one request. Anyone who asks, like, who should we get on? It's someone who could talk about artificial intelligence, and I can't. Oh, I think I have a guy for you if you don't. Put us in touch. Okay. We'll catch up on that afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's he has a healthcare company, duh. Uh, sign it. Boom, What's boom. Wait, that was the longest healthy or not healthy ever, but I yeah, like Yeah, that clip, I'm going to have to cut. It's going to be like five minutes, but You don't have it. to cut it either, I'm but I like it. Yeah, that's we good can dialogue. cut out okay. some of the... I, we talked about this earlier, like healthy advice you'd give yourself. I, like, I want to talk about therapy. I talk about it often. You brought that up. Like, who would you give a shout out that really impacted your life the most? Whether it's a long time ago or recently, and you said... My therapist. Ooh. 
I, look, I love it. Can you can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, so I, uh, I, I don't know when you what it is the age people seek therapy. I mean, obviously, there are some individuals that are able to go when they're younger, have the, uh, the need to go when they're younger. But I would say that I started um, seeing a um, a therapist right before COVID hit was my first session and then COVID hit and she's like, I can still meet with you on zoom. I'm like, I'm not meeting with you on zoom after I just like laid it all out there, you know? Um, like right afterwards, your first session was in person and then it's like from here on out, you got to do it via zoom. Yeah. Because Which is COVID hit. Yeah. Did you keep meeting with her via zoom? Of course. Well, yeah, I met with her on zoom a couple of times and then, um, we ended up doing in person, but her office was large <clears throat> enough that people, you know, you could be a little bit farther away from one another in, in a room. So, uh, yeah, I continue to, to stay up with her. I mentioned to you that I um, was supposed to have a meeting with her this week, but she um, got the cold, got a cold. And so we're um, meeting later. But um, it's just provided so much support and clarity to me in my life because so much of our personal life also bleeds into and intersects with you know, our work or work life too. And so, um, you know, ensuring that both of those, um, are balanced or at least, um, you know, provide enough attention to both of those, uh, two arenas of your life. So you're your best self to everyone that you're, um, you work with and, and live with. I look, I am a huge advocate for therapy. Um, and with mental health, mental health, mental health. You said this too on, on the phone call. It's an impartial party. Mm-hmm. Right. You can unload and say things. Trey, there's probably things you want to say to me that you don't want to say or vice versa. Justin, my wife. But w- what else comes from that? Like the impartial party is great feedback recommendations. What do you what do you love about your therapist? Yeah, I think um, I mean, I think a lot of times we think about things in our head, but it's so different when you say it out loud and then you hear yourself say it out loud. You're like, wow, I, I've been thinking that. But when you hear it, it feels different but I also enjoy that you know my therapist asks thought-provoking questions and so you're able to kind of peel back some of the layers and understand the why behind um, some of the the feelings that you have or resentment you may feel or anything like that and so I feel like it's as much of like self-exploration as it is for me to be a better a girlfriend a better coworker, a better um, you know friend for people in my life I think I love that. Look, I, I love hearing. I, you I'm going to go into my five minute pitch. By the way, you asked that earlier, and I was going to tie it all into this, and then talk about two things. Trust me, but go ahead. No, I I love hearing you talk about this because, like, do you go to a therapist? Because I I don't know many men. I mean, I'm I'm 38. Yeah. But I feel like most men, I I kind of try to avoid it. Like the Why? plague, I guess. You don't have to there's answer. Uh, probably like, I'm, I'm probably tough. what I'm she said. There's like thoughts in my head. Um, Honestly, I just yeah, I don't want to spill the beans to someone unless maybe they're a family. I don't know, and even oh that's, my probably gosh, worse. that's like the worst. That's probably worse. Say, but... The one person that I can say things, and I'm like, I can't say this to anyone. Is this lady that will just? Sometimes I'm like, look, I'm just gonna ramble and dump all my BS on you, and she's like, all right, let it rip, and that that helps. Unless you journal, I'm again, I'm I've got stuff that I do that's weird, yeah, but that's great. Um, no journaling's not weird. I, I I can't recommend therapy enough to men but i also understand that they're whatever i don't get us man i don't get anybody I'd say, oh there's justin I'd say it's pride because i'm the oh, same 100%. way where oh, I'm like, i gotta go but i i don't want the stigma of it you know like i that's how it is all the time. when i completely 
understand where you're coming from because I agree that there's a stigma there. But I would also question, you know, from your both of your perspectives, what is the stigma? Like you're like, oh, if I start going to therapy, then my wife or my family is going to think. Who, who's going to, yeah. Or it's probably, is this person going to tell me what I really think in my head? Yeah, she's going to call gonna you out on me. Out. Yeah. Like, Dang it. Okay. <laughs> tell you something you know she's you right. need to do, but yeah. don't want to hear. Listen, it, <laughs> that's really what it boils down. If a therapist hears this, because again, I don't want to have my therapist come on, but I think it'd be great to have a therapist come on and, and talk about therapy because I, I, I am a firm believer and and again, I've used the term advocate a lot in therapy, especially for men. But my journey, like I'm in and out. I'll go consistently week after week and then I'm like, all right, I'm good for a bit. I'll see you in three months or six months or a year. And honestly, I'm in a gap right now. I need to go back when this came up. Mm -hmm. We talked earlier, what's your five minute pitch that you'd give people? Can I answer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could give it. I thought you were asking me again. I'm like, another one? (laughs) No, no, no. I've got a couple that are my go-to and I'm going to curse here. You're going to have to bleep these out. I'm warning you now. My brother passed away, um, 18 months older, best friend, all my close friends know him, hit a really rough patch. I did. Yeah. And, and someone's like, go to therapy. And I was hesitant and my ego, my pride, all that stuff. Yeah. But immediately the first one, I, whatever, it was great. The one that I had, she goes, I want you to talk to the practice, the person who runs this facility. Hmm. And we sit down, we hit it off for BSN and he was about to sell his practice. And someone asked like, what's your main practice of therapy? Right. There's Sigmund, there's all these Freud. I'm not a therapist. I don't know what they are. Yeah. And he used the term wafu. I said, what's wafu? W-A-F-U. He said, we're all fucked up. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, immediately, I'm going to say it a couple times. You can mark these or I'll, I'll say effed up if that helps. He said that and I was kind of like, what? Someone's trying to buy his, his company for a lot of money. And what's yeah. your primary practice? And he said, we're all fucked up. I'll say effed up from now on, I promise. And he hit that and explained it. And he's, I was like, that, that hit home so hard. That every single person that we sit across from and think, this guy has it together, he has it together, that's a CEO, they run a business, like, we're all left up. Every single person. We're and when you, real, when you realize that, it, it just, and, and you don't have that fear of impressing others, in, which never ends, but I have a five-minute pitch on Wafu. Mm-hmm. Like, I have cheesy t-shirts, I, I give that thing over and over. I want a it, t-shirt. I have, by the way. We're you gonna, owe we'll me two that. t-shirts. I owe, you, I owe you a lot of stuff. <laughs> I owe you a lot of stuff. I want to talk, we'll talk about this after the show too, but that's my talk. I, I have a talk track that's five minutes. There's a couple times, and it's just expressed that for anyone that listens, is not to drive business to 212 or the radio show. It's, look, we're all left up. And the second you realize that's that- That's okay. Yes, and it's normal. Like, Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, so Wafu, that's a term. Some people say it. So cool. And then you'll leave here, trust me, you'll start seeing healthy or not healthy. Everybody does. But that's my five-minute pitch is just trying to be a human and help people understand that. And I think there's empathy that comes along with that too and understanding that everyone has their own story to tell or is dealing with their own challenges. Mm. And so just approaching people with empathy or understanding, so especially in the current climate. I feel bad I talked more than I normally do. I want you to do the majority of the talking, but I actually want to have you come back and reverse it. I like future guests to come on and reverse it. Okay. How much time we got left? Five minutes. That's plenty. I'm the only one that asks about time because everyone pretends they're live. We're not live. We're in the studio. <laughs> um, you're familiar with imposter syndrome? Yeah. It goes back it? to Wafu, right? Yeah. Do you know imposter syndrome? Not really. Oh, sorry. 
okay. didn't mean to it's say okay. who doesn't. We, we're all every human. There, there's two. There's two syndromes or effects that I that I like. The spotlight effect. If you haven't heard of that, research it. It's awesome. Like we all think the spotlight's on us. Everyone thinks about us. When in reality, yeah, you're no thinking about Gracie. Yeah. <laughs> Trey's thinking about Trey. Justin's thinking about Justin. That's People think about you for like a minute yeah. and then they're, and then or they're a second and then they're, they're off to something else. So yeah. The spotlight effect yeah. is a great thing to research. But imposter syndrome, we all feel like imposters, right? Same. So do you, are you familiar with it? And do you feel that as the CEO leadership? Yeah. Jacks? Like you have to meet people and you're like, this person's, everyone I meet is smarter, more qualified than I am, but. What are your thoughts I mean, I don't think that specifically, I but I think everyone's smarter and more qualified than I am. No, I, I don't believe that about you. Yeah. I, but, but going back to imposter syndrome, do you, have you dealt with yeah, that? I, that's part um, of therapy. And I'm, um, that's not really what I focus on in therapy per se, but I absolutely have felt imposter syndrome and do at times feel impo- imposter syndrome and, Um, it's, you know, an incredible opportunity for me to be in this role. Like they took a chance on me. I'm not, you know, this is the first time I've been an executive director or CEO role. Um, I am a younger, um, individual than they've had in the role or really representing the nonprofit sector. And like, I take the responsibility of the mission of the organization very seriously, but there's a heavy, um, um, I think. I wouldn't say challenge or opportunity, but it's it carries a lot of weight on me to know that like I'm in charge of this. Um, so I remember when I first became the CEO, I was, I still am actually this way, but I think it's more just my personality. Like I, when people are like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, I work for Leadership Jacksonville. And then my f- friends, if they overhear me, they're like, she's oh no, the, she runs uh, Leadership Jacksonville. She's the CEO of Leadership Jacksonville. I'm like, I would never say that. You know, I would never <sighs> say that, but I think it does... To some degree, go back to imposter syndrome, but I also know, like, it's not just me. It's, you know, all the people around me. Wafu. Wafu. Yeah. Mm. Um, we got a couple minutes left. Anything you want to acknowledge, Leadership Jacks, shout outs, something we missed? Yeah, I love my team. They're awesome. So, as yeah. I mentioned, you know, I may be the CEO, but there's a lot of people that um, support the organization, the team itself the staff, but then we also have an incredible um, amount of volunteers, hundreds of volunteers that help support each of our programs. And it's it's just really cool to be a part of it. Again, Leadership Jacks, Leadership Jacksonville. I say Leadership Jacks. A lot of us say that. That's but, okay. Um, as an outside party, right, looking in, I don't think there's a better hire in the city than you. Oh, thank I'm you. serious. I think that's that's really cool. I've never met someone that hasn't talked about you in the best light possible and, and you're doing great stuff. So Thank keep you. doing it. I appreciate that. What you much. got, Trey? Did we talk about the rejection? Oh shoot. Okay. We I got, got Oh, good call. Minutes. Good call. Come we got time on. to kill. I laugh. I'm about just this. so glad I get to see it in person. I, Please. Yeah. I keep up. certain things in life. I, like my, my wife hates it. Right. <laughs> For her Amazon box. He's a hoarder <laughs> is what he's no, really I trying have, to like, say. So every trip I go on, I grab a rock or a stick and I write like, what it's from so that when I grab that rock, I'm like, oh, I remember Hawaii or yeah. South Carolina or... My dad has a friend that collects sand from different beaches cool all too. over Dang, the world. Don't say so that. Cool. I don't have bags of sand. Moments in life. Um, it's cool. Just, just You're stuff. You're so sentimental. I, it's, Do you have a memory bad. box? I got a lot of memory boxes. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Don't say that. <laughs> but, but again, like 
the two that come to mind, the funniest thing is my rejection letter to Florida State and my rejection letter to Leadership Jacks. And not in a we bad have so way. so much in common. And not in a bad way. It's just like I, I keep this in my garage. I, I'll hold it up or not, but I, here's my rejection letter. I told Manisha this too, but I keep this because it's a reminder of I am where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up, Trey. Rejection's the worst. And my rejection letter is my cameo from Biggie. Oh, Shout out to Biggie. Right. Love it. Oh, yeah. Cameo, by the way, great app. You can get famous people to do cameos and send yeah. you video. Yeah, Dang, send, you, send you personalized videos. Yeah, next time. Free plug for cameo. Gracie Simmendinger. I'll say it once. Normal. And then Gracie Simmendinger. Simmendinger. I love saying that. I love when you say it, too. <laughs> CEO of Leadership Jacks, thank you for joining. I had a blast. Hope you did, too. That's what the health just happened. Oh